Well, thank you so much, folks, for joining us for the ACE minicast. We are joined today by ACE Communications Director Elizabeth Ringus. Elizabeth, how are you? I'm great today. I love the chance to talk about roller coasters. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Elizabeth lives, breathes roller coasters left and right, and your whole family does too, don't they? We do. We are a whole roller coaster family. Everybody appreciates them in such a different way, but everybody loves them. So it makes for a great heated conversation around the kitchen table. So for folks who don't know, what exactly is the communication director's job and why does ACE have one? Well, communications director, it was something I was unsure of exactly what it was when I was approached about the position. Um, I came to this as the Mid-Atlantic Regional Rep. I have loved that position because I really got to know my regional members. I loved working with my parks and getting to hear what they needed. And I really felt like I got to be the liaison between ACE and the members and the parks. So I got to connect everybody up on a regional level. Well, I soon learned that the communications director role was very similar to that, but on the national level. So now I get to know and work with parks all across the country and honestly across the world. I've had conversations I can't believe I've gotten to have. So what communications director means is that I work with the words that go out regarding anything ACE. So I help literally communicate ACE to the industry and ACE to our members. I help with member communications, that great email blast you get Every other week, I take a look at it as our um, communications manager writes that up. I assist the social media team with anything that's going on. And I help our marketing manager develop our plans for the, each year and what we really want to make sure that we're emphasizing and what we're making happen. So we're really a team that makes everything happen that goes out to the public about ACE, the social media, our marketing plans, and our outreach to the parks to remind them that we, are, we can be their smiling faces if they need to do a photo shoot, or the connection with any media statements. Um, anytime someone reaches out for a statement from the, for a news station, a news story, I'm usually the one that helps them with that, whether I make the statement or I connect them with the right person um, for the right demographic or for the right area of the country. And so I have a lot of fun speaking with them. And I get to work with documentary teams that are putting together ideas to pitch to networks like the Discovery Channel. Currently, I'm working with an Australian news station that's putting together a documentary. So I get to talk to meet people all across the world. Um, during COVID, the big highlight for me was that I got to do an interview on the BBC network. That was unbelievable to me because when I came to ACE, I was super shy fairly awkward and had no idea what to say. The fact that anybody put me on live TV still makes me sit in awe that I have done all this. Um, so I would say number one, communications director makes you step out of your comfort zone and really try to embrace what you love about roller coasters and how to put that into words. And you'd be surprised how difficult that actually is to do. There's a lot of people that, we're really excited about rides. We can't wait to talk about it, but you have to be able to do it when you're in front of the media in a way that works for them. And it's a very different way of talking than you're used to. It's, it's very awkward if you're not used to it, but obviously 
if anyone's had a chance to get to know you in person or has met you in person, you have no trouble whatsoever talking about coasters. And certainly uh, it's a bit shocking for me to hear that you actually were shy at one point because that certainly isn't the persona that you have today. Well, you know, and that's because you know me, Chris, and you've gotten to know me through working together. For someone who don't know, I am so really quiet and shy until I get to know them. Um, I'm quite an introvert. So the shyness and the introvertness coming together makes for what can be an awkward social combination for me, but I've worked really hard on that. And that's, I think, a really cool thing to highlight as well for folks who might be introverted and think, well, there's you know, no chance for me to do anything in communications. Au contraire, there most definitely is a place for you. And you'd be surprised where you might be able to fit in. Definitely. And that's one thing I learned of, love about the communications team is that a lot of us came to the team without experience. I don't do this in my professional life. Um, I was initially a therapist and ended up in sales as my career evolved and I had children. This isn't something that I did, but what's been really fun is I got to learn new skills and try them out through ACE. And so part of that scary for ACE that I was experimenting and learning through them, but it's also let me figure out what I was good at that I would never have known because marketing, PR, all those things was something that no one approached a shy girl from rural North Carolina about doing in her career. Yeah, that really is such a cool story to, to hear. And it's really inspirational too. And kind of building off of that a bit, ACE isn't a career for you though, is it? In fact, you're not paid for any of this. This is definitely not a career, but boy, it's a passion. <laughs> I don't get paid anything for what I do for ACE. It is truly passion driven. Everything I come up with is usually something of, oh, I want to try that. Let's see if we can do this. And most of it comes down to, I see the big path for ACE long-term and what can I give in my years as communications director to help us get there? I am the one to keep us on the path to advancement to integration of new ideas. I feel like that's really my job and to learn what ACE needs to do that, what our members want versus what I see that they might want and getting an idea of how those two integrate together has been something I really enjoy learning and doing through this role. What's been one of the hardest things you've had to do as director of communications with ACE? Like, was there a certain project that was just really tedious or a certain situation that came up where it was just really difficult to get through and how did you manage getting through it? So one of the most difficult things for me when I joined ACE as the communications director and came onto the board. Now the communications director is an appointed position by the president. So I don't get elected. I am part of a group that was had the position discussed with them to see if it was the right time. And that was something I will say took a long time for me to realize that I was, I could do the job. I actually pondered on it for about nine months because one important point for me was that my kids are still fairly young. They're all in high school, but they are demanding children. <laughs> Take a lot of my time and a lot of my time is given to carpool and homework and getting the things done to make sure my house runs. I was worried that I couldn't be all in for ACE. And making that choice was actually really hard for me because I was afraid I would let everybody down. 
that I didn't have the skills, that I wouldn't be good enough, and that I didn't have the time. So I took a really long time making that decision. Now, once I joined the board and finally jumped both feet in, I really struggled with finding the balance of my voice as a member of ACE and learning so much of behind the scenes of what it took making the harder decisions as part of the board. And that was a really hard balance for me. And I finally found that usually when I speak up in the board meeting now, I'll approach it from both positions. And I'll say, I, here's how I would have seen that as a member before I joined the board. Now here's how I see it as a board member. Let's try to weigh what our membership needs with what we see that the club needs as a whole. And for, that's a tough decision for me sometimes because they don't match. And I think one of the things that is kind of a, a consistent misnomer when it comes to the organization is just how much work is done behind the scenes, how much extra stuff that the regular member never gets to see. It's so much minutia, so much stuff that has to be done to ensure that the organization runs as smoothly as it does. That I think a lot of people on the outside, it's really easy, you know, to throw a stone in a glass house. But when you're in said house, whoa, there's a lot of maintenance and a lot of things that need to get done that nobody would ever think of because you never have to until you're put into that position. That is so true. There are things that I do now as communications director that I never thought about was happening behind the scenes for ACE and what truly drove it. It makes me think about how companies run and all that's happening behind the scenes to get their product out on store shelves. A product on a store shelf seems so simple, but when you think about the marketing, the decisions behind the scenes, simply getting a logo put together sometimes for us, for the fact we are an all-volunteer organization, sends it to a different level because we all have other things we're juggling. Work, lives, trying to ride roller coasters. It makes it difficult to get our volunteer jobs in sometimes. And so you may have an idea of one timeline, but reality timeline is very different because things come up that we didn't expect to come up within ACE or within our lives. And then they get completely derailed like 2020 did for my great marketing plan I had. But it just avoided having to come up with a new one for 2021. Yeah, pretty much just scratch out the year. But I think that's a great point to make is that while ACE has to run a bit like a business in terms of there are specific things that need to be done legally, there's, you know, to keep the nonprofit status and so on and so forth, you're all doing it with volunteers. So no one's getting paid to do this. And Robert brought up a great point, Robert Ulrich, our president, a few episodes ago, where he said volunteers, yep, they can just leave. You know, you don't have to stay. And that can make things really complicated. So you want to make sure you have the right people in those positions to be able to make sure that there's continuity. That way the members get the best experience possible. Exactly. And that was exactly what I talked about that when I came into this, I knew that if I would made the commitment, I really had to be all in that I could not walk away. I couldn't have something else come up. And whenever I talked to my committee members, I make sure that they understand that I realize they have lives and that they have to balance their volunteering with ACE within that. I get to be the one that's all in, that I'm committed to make sure that there's somebody to make it all happen so that they don't have to worry about it. If something happens, they can just tell me, I can't get this job done. Can you get somebody else to do it? Or can we put this on the back burner for a while until I'm ready to do it? 
and let us make a real decision about what's right for ACE. So we always like to end with something fun and exciting. So what, if anything, can you tell us is on the horizon for ACE and its members? So there's some fun things. I know that we've all been stuck at home and haven't gotten to ride a lot of roller coasters. So we all thought it would be fun to bring us together again, safe at home, and have an online winter event. So we are going to have some fun games, speakers and such to give you a fun weekend at home this winter. So look for more details to come. I think that's about as good a tease as you can get. I so, think so Elizabeth, it really works out well. Absolutely. Well, Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to seeing you out at a park once again, hopefully really soon. Thanks for having me. It was great to chat with you.